2: It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Trax Power Sports. Two hours of stories and information on hunting,
3: fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio.
2: Welcome back, Uh, headed down the home stretch, final half hour here. We still need to check in with Roger Agate, which we will do before we turn it over to uh, the Greenhouse Show coming up on this Fourth of July holiday weekend for many, but it's nice to have you listening again. I'm excited to uh, bring an old friend of ours back into the conversation today. We uh, don't get him on the air all that often. Uh, His biggest claim to fame used to be that he was uh, a member of the um, Quest for the Unknown Gang. Which is pretty sad, actually, that that was his claim to fame. <laughs> but now, now he gets to say that he's actually the father of Miss Teen Syracuse, oh, right. Denali Dallin. We're talking about our buddy Chris. Hey!
1: Hey! Nice to be with you this morning, Tim. Congratulations
2: yeah. to Nally and you as a family. That was a, a nice moment I saw on uh, social media a week or so ago.
1: We're, we're certainly proud of her, that's for sure. Um, we don't know who we're, who is more surprised, her or her parents. But <laughs> either way, we're excited for her.
2: Yeah. Navidomskis, you've been to Alaska a few times fishing. That's where Dallin is right now. He's up there in Kenai.
1: Well, I think the first
4: run of the Reds, as they call them, the sockeyes are coming in. And, and what they do is they kind of say where they are in the river. Everybody kind of goes there. Are, are they in yet? And have they reached Bing's?
1: So uh, we didn't go to the river. We were out in the ocean, and we went after kings in the in the ocean. It's great. Okay.
2: You also uh, got into some codfish. I don't see any pictures of them. I just saw the kings that both you and Nally caught.
1: Yeah, if you look on the table underneath, that's where all the cod is. Ah, uh, uh, fa- fantastic fishing there. Um, we we dropped down and caught our our limit within just a few minutes
2: what is the limit right now
1: so good question so on that i learned a lot uh there is um the way that they manage this is a couple ways and working through it it's been interesting so that they call it a uh and navi maybe you know how to pronounce this a little bit better than i do but uh, Pelagic, a pelagic fish versus a non-pelagic. And a pelagic fish um, lives in the top 60 feet of the water column. A non-pelagic lives below 60 feet. So you can catch one pelagic and up to three non-pelagic.
2: I had never heard that.
1: Navi, you? No, uh, this is news to me as well. This is pretty
4: interesting for sure.
2: Huh. All right, uh, so tell me about, because you were on a guided trip, I think, and just by chance, maybe, uh, one of your crew members was was from Logan, Utah.
1: Yeah, that's right. So the captain of the ship, his name was Aiden Hall. He's from Washington State. Um, And Darren Gordon um, is actually from Logan. He's an outfitter over in Paradise, Mm -hmm. teaches folks to fly fish, and he came up to work for the summer. He was the deckhand. He was amazing.
2: I loved what you shared on your social media about uh, what they had to say about their jobs. Obviously, they both love it, but uh, it sounded like, at least on the part of the crew member from Utah, it seemed like a a daily vacation for him.
1: Yeah, he's like the rest of you guys are on vacation. I get experiences every day and just really excited to be there. He loved being next to nature, seeing different things every day. And boy, we saw some... uh, we saw whales, we saw um, otters, we saw puffins. We saw um, on the well side, we saw humpbacks, of course, but then uh, a minky. I didn't even know that there was such a thing as a minky well, and it's not and it's not the soft and cuddly kind. I might add. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, really neat. Walk
2: us through the tactics uh, fishing from the boat
1: so um we went out of homer um and homer alaska they have the this thing called the homer spit and it goes out um into the bay and uh that was really interesting um catch bay this homer spit goes out um we went signed up for a trip and we had no plans to go out fishing but i told my wife candace i said look I'm, I'm just kind of really sad I'm not out fishing, but half of fishing is, you know, hanging out with somebody that you love and building relationships. And Denali overheard that and said, my goodness, I'll go. Well, that was music to my ears. <laughs> and we, uh, we signed up and uh, we showed up early in the morning, 630. The captain met us. Uh, you bring your own lunch. And... There were four other guys on this boat with us. Uh, We went out and signed up, and we were ready to go. We went out, and um, this particular trip. Now, here's what's interesting. In Homer, Alaska, you can't catch a halibut on Wednesday. So no halibut Wednesdays, and we happened to go out on Wednesday. We caught a couple halibut. We had to let them go.
2: What's the reason for that? I'm um, curious.
1: Yeah, I ask them that too, and they're just trying to manage populations. So,
2: and Wednesday's uh, a run day for them, or something. What's that? I said Wednesday's a run day for the halibut, or what?
1: I I I don't know. I don't know. It's their it's their Saturday, I guess. huh their day off.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Navi, you make
2: any so, sense of
1: that at all? A hundred percent.
4: That's actually the easiest way to monitor catch rates. You know how many fish you're going to catch on average. So what you do is you reduce the fishing days, and you have a pretty good idea what you're what you're managing.
2: So they could have picked any day of the week. It just happened to be a Wednesday.
4: You don't want to pick weekends if you're chartering tourists. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So Wednesday is the furthest from the cycle, you see. Yeah, so-
2: that makes sense.
4: Yeah.
2: All right, Chris, finish your story. Sorry.
1: So so no, uh, we went out. We we traveled two hours to what what they call the fishing ground. We uh, uh, had big anchors, dropped them down. That's how we caught those uh, rockfish, the pelagic and the non pelagic. And then um, went after kings. Now we trolled for kings, and they had flashers that were about nine inches long, and and we trolled for them. And man, when they hit. Uh, they hit hard, and it's a lot of fun to drill them in. So, of course, we we bagged our limit. But the fun part for me was little Denali got into one of the biggest kings that the entire ship had. <laughs> and she said, oh, my goodness, it's going to pull me out of the boat. It's going to pull <laughs> me out of the boat. And I said, can I help you? She said, no way. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sat down on the awesome. boat, and she put her feet next to the, next to the side of the boat pushed in with her feet, kept her her pull up, and she bagged herself a king salmon. That's awesome.
2: That's great. You know what that reminds me of uh, was Russ and I were in studio. First time I think we ever had uh, Navinomskis on the air with us from Alaska, and it might have been you that asked uh, Navi at the time, and you'll remember this, Mike, uh, what is it like to catch a 50-pound salmon on a fly rod? And your response was... (laughs)
4: It's like snagging onto a jet ski. Yeah,
2: yeah, a, a little, <laughs> a little something like that. Uh, and uh, that was the day I said, you know, he'd be a lot of fun to have on the show. And how, <laughs> ma- how many, how
4: many years has it been now? Uh, we're working on nineteen. We're yeah. eighteen and a half. All right, that's nuts.
2: Um, all right, so what's oh, the
1: wind chill feels like twenty five?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so what's left on this adventure? And uh, I knew you were planning this trip. Part of it was to take Denali to see Denali, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a birthright for her. And Tim, as you know, we have this strange goal to ride a carousel in every state, and you're close. And uh, and Alaska was forty nine of fifty one. Wow. So, um and really exciting so we did that in Fairbanks we rode a boat there and then drove through you know if there's anywhere that you want to go in Alaska it's 100 miles away from each town so we drove all the way down from Fairbanks to Homer Mm. and uh it's been a lot of fun that way so um we got here did the fishing trip we're on our way now over to Seward Tomorrow morning, we've got a wildlife tour where we hope to see uh, wells, some otters. We're looking forward to seeing maybe some killer wells. That's on the agenda. And um, then there's some hiking on glaciers. And we're hopeful that we'll see brown bears from a long ways away.
2: Maybe a few bears along the way. Uh, it's it's, <laughs> amaz- right. it's amazing when you uh, think about all the memories and all the things you've experienced just in that effort to uh, get your daughter on carousels in every state. Two left. Did you tell us which states? I'm sorry.
1: So two states, Vermont and Delaware. Those and then we're done. Um, it's been like a great it. lifelong goal, though.
2: That is fantastic. All right, buddy. We're going to let you go. Uh, have the rest of a great visit up there. And thanks for sharing part of your experience with us today.
1: Oh, it's great. It's always nice to be with you, and thank you very much for the opportunity. We've still got some Alaskan glitter on our shoes from yesterday, so <laughs> we'll continue to rip and reel up here in Alaska.
2: Are you eating fresh fish too, I hope?
1: Oh, yes. We have almost eaten too much, if that's even possible. Yeah.
2: All right, Chris and uh, great to have you as always. We'll take a quick break when we come back, wrapping up the program for another week. Stay there. ksl outdoors with tim hughes
3: on ksl news radio
2: final couple of minutes and of course uh, we have to squeeze in a conversation with the great sponsor of this program and that is uh, roger aggan at bear river lodge and tracks power sports you got some good news that after our conversation last week all the cabins are going to be full this weekend that's fantastic
3: yeah we have a full weekend and good morning and hi Tim. but uh It's going to be a busy Fourth of July holiday. The Mirror Lake Highway is open. The lakes are clearing up. It's just going to be spectacular.
2: By the way, based on your recommendation of uh, uh, heading over the Mirror Lake Highway and all of the waterfalls that are being reported up there, I had two couples that stopped by to see me at the Real Salt Lake game last week, and we're not only going to make the drive, they were going to stop and have a burger.
3: Great. Yeah, I stop and have a burger several times a day. Well, it's a good (laughs) idea.
2: (laughs) good for your health uh of course people may not know you don't need to come and stay at the cabins to go up and have a burger at the den right there in the parking lot you also don't have to stay at the cabins if you just want to you know we mentioned that the cabins are full this weekend but if you just want to get away and see that drive over the mirror lake highway they should come up and rent a machine and uh, take in a lunch and just enjoy the day
3: you know right now that forest is so beautiful even if you did come up for a day You can just stay in your car and drive the Mare Lake Highway. I had someone report last week that they counted 41 waterfalls between Camas and the Bear River Lodge. But if you want to get out, come rent a side by side and go explore the forest. The flowers are coming out, the water is clearing up. It's just spectacular. The forest is so beautiful. I'm afraid
2: we don't talk about tracks often enough when uh, we get together here on Saturday mornings. They don't have to come to the cabins if they want to take advantage of tracks rentals. They can do that in Bountiful.
3: Bountiful. And now, once again, we're in Morgan. So actually, we just sent out a machine this morning from Morgan. Uh, and we have side by sides. We have the personal watercraft. We have the dirt bikes. And the side by sides are so fun. That's where I go for my go to. But we have the two seaters, the four seaters, the six seaters. You know, I like to pile the grandkids in them and take them for a ride, and it's just fun.
2: You know, I was having a conversation with uh, uh, Andy Farnsworth the other day after we got off the air. He, he of course, does all of our traffic for uh, Utah's Morning News. But he said by accident he and his family took a wrong turn, ended up on a road that they would have never otherwise taken, and he was struck by the beauty I told him, I said, look, those are the kinds of opportunities you get on purpose if you uh, get a side-by-side and just get off the uh, paved pavement and and get out there and enjoy some of what Utah has to offer, things you wouldn't otherwise see.
3: Yeah, you know, I have owned Bear River Lodge for 26 years, and it was just a few years ago I stumbled on a lake up in the UNAs on our side-by-side. We were out for a ride I'd never been to before, and I couldn't believe there were places I hadn't seen in 25 years. But there's so much to explore and just get out and enjoy this beautiful world.
2: Well, speaking of those lakes uh, up there along the Mirror Lake Highway, that was part of the discussion on Fish Bites this morning with Navidovskis. And he was pointing out that it's a great way, first of all, to uh, teach kids how to fish. And you can do it with just a water bobber and a worm or power bait or whatever it happens to be. It's an easy way to fish. And I would guess right now that they're probably clearing up and fishing well.
3: Yeah, The lakes are clearing up. Our ponds have cleared up. And I tell you this all the time. My favorite thing to do is go down to our fishing ponds and watch a kid catch a fish. There's nothing that brings a smile to my face more easily than that. It's just fun. They have so much excitement and catching a fish. It's just fun. So if you haven't taken a kid fishing, take a kid fishing.
2: That's the other thing we need to remind people. You don't have to stay in the cabins to come fish those ponds, do you?
3: No, we get lots and lots of people every week going down to the fishing ponds, and you don't even have to fish. We can, For 99 cents, you can buy a bag of fish food, and that's just as fun. Take it and throw it to the fish, and all those trout come up to the shoreline. It, it's a fun thing to do.
2: Have you changed your own little personal regulations on those ponds this year? Is it still the same?
3: We've changed slightly. It's funny that you'd ask. We are not doing any catch and keep. Just because of the winter kill with this big winter we've had, and we don't bring in new fish until the ponds clear up, and the ponds just barely cleared up. So we're just we have fish in there from last year. We haven't brought in new fish this year, so we're just doing catch and release. You catch them, let them go.
2: All right. So you haven't stocked them even for this season yet.
3: No, but there's still hundreds of fish in the pond, so yeah. it's fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, Here's the other thing. For those that don't know the proximity of those cabins to those ponds and those ponds to the river, you can literally sit out on the back porch and send the kids or the grandkids down and enjoy the action from right there, the cabin, which I think is one of my favorite things.
3: Yeah, isn't it fun to sit on the back deck of the cabin, overlook the Bear River, overlook the fishing ponds, and look right up that valley into the U.N. As it is, our cabins are beautifully located, and it's not – I'm not boasting about the cabin. It's just, it is a beautiful forest. It is beautiful.
2: Yeah. Uh, All right. Tell people how to get information, both on tracks, if they want to uh, take a side-by-side out, or maybe they want to get a personal watercraft this weekend, and then uh, remind them of where to find the cabins online.
3: Yeah. BearRiverLodge.com. Go there. That's where most of the information is. And if you want to rent from Bountiful or Morgan, go to tracks, T-R-A-X, powersports.com and get out and enjoy this beautiful world.
2: All right, Roger, have a great 4th of July, great 4th of July weekend with your family.
3: Hey, thanks, Tim. Wanted to let you know we got a new granddaughter. Oh, that's right. Thank goodness your your daughter didn't labor
2: for a full week. You, you said last week you were hoping that it happened. Congratulations. It. Yeah. Thank you. What a beautiful baby, too. Congratulations to the whole family. Thank you. Uh, coming up next is the greenhouse. I want to remind you that... Uh, Cougar Sports Saturday's on the road now, uh, today from noon to three, getting you ready for the big celebrations going on in Provo for the entrance into the Big 12 for uh, Cougar Athletics. Looking forward to that. You'll hear more about it here on KSL. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning. Amanda will join me at five.
0: I'm
1: Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.